So let's say you're in the middle of some mindless task, like folding the laundry or making a sandwich. You're just minding your own business when suddenly, from the recesses of your mind, a song emerges. <clears throat> and you know there's no going back. That song will be looping in your head for the rest of the day. This episode is about earworms, musical and cultural ones. You is a very fluid concept right now. It's culture and film and art. It's music and interesting books. It's conversations and eavesdroppings. It's the impact of friends and complete strangers. The stuff that gets into the cracks of your life and makes you who you are. It's an attention collection. You already have one. The question is, how are you using it? Hey friends, Anthony here. So look, now that I've got that old Sesame Street song stuck in your head, what can I say except you're welcome? See, now I canceled it out, right? I replaced it with another song. So it's good. We're even. Songs like that are known as earworms. They're these catchy melodies that stick to your consciousness like gum on the bottom of your shoe. And sometimes an earworm is a song you actually love. It's one you would listen to on purpose. But more often than not, it's some bubblegum pop song or an annoying jingle from like a car commercial. The only reason I know who to call in case of a carpet stain emergency is because one time 20 years ago, I heard, Call 1-800-STEAMER, Stanley Steamer, your certified cleaner. In all honesty, complete props to the jingle writers here, because if I ever spill an entire pot of coffee in the living room, I'm going to call them. But why does that song pop into my head when I'm driving to work? because it's an earworm and it doesn't need my permission. According to one study, this phenomena of a song getting stuck in a loop in your head happens to around 98% of the population. So basically, we're all in this together. Great. So now I have another song stuck in my head. We're all in this together and we know... I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but that's kind of what earworms do. One line, one piece of the melody gets stuck on a loop and it goes a thousand times over. Usually earworms are harmless. They're they're a little annoyance that appears and then disappears just as mysteriously as it emerged. But other times they haunt a person for days. And if you're the type of person who hums or sings while you're walking through the office or while you're doing dishes, it might be possible to spread earworms to others. If I'm being honest, that's actually one of my favorite pastimes because they're highly contagious. People want to punch you. Lately, though, I've been thinking about a different kind of earworm. These aren't the ones that are passed through singing. They spread via culture. They're ideas about how the world should operate, the things we should pursue. And these ideas can be complete nonsense. We can know the moment we hear them. They're ridiculous. 
it still doesn't stop them from getting lodged somewhere in our minds and emerging without our permission. And these earworms are the harmful kind, because when they get stuck on a loop, they change culture. They actually alter our behavior. I'll give you a few examples. Here's an earworm of culture. Men are better leaders than women. Completely ridiculous, completely unfounded, mountains of evidence to the contrary. But that idea sticks so much that the idea of a female vice president is revolutionary. People are celebrating that because it's never been done before. Why? Because there's been an earworm in society that says men will do a better job leading. There have been qualified women as long as there have been women. But that idea is just now breaking down? Really? Or how about this one? Black men are inherently dangerous. Most people would not say this out loud, right? But I remember I once knew a woman who would swear up and down She's not racist, but she once told me that whenever she walks down the street and passes a black man, she instinctively clutches her purse. I mean, I guess on some level, thanks for being honest, but think about that. She has a cultural earworm that she would say doesn't align with her actual beliefs, but it's been so ingrained in this loop that it alters her behavior. Or what about this earworm? Money is the true measurement for success. We know that's ridiculous because we have seen so many miserable rich people. We've seen Ebenezer Scrooge over and over and over. But that doesn't stop people from wanting to pursue money, pursue wealth at all costs. Even though they see evidence to the contrary, that is so ingrained, so on a loop in our culture that it pervades our rational thought. And that's not to say that money is inherently bad. It's an amazing tool. But if I believe that that is the true and only measurement of my success, I'm destined for failure. That earworm is going to eat me alive. And yet it plays. It's nonstop. And how about the earworms that are less cultural, more personal? They come from culture, but they really get into us on a personal level. I'm thinking about that loop that kicks in sometimes that says, I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. I need to take on 10 side hustles. Or why is that person outperforming me? What can I do to find more worth? Or what about that old hit? They probably won't like me if they truly get to know me. If I let some of my weird or my awkward show, if I, if I show them that I'm actually human, we don't like that song. We'd never put it in our playlist. And yet it's still in heavy rotation, looping and over and over in our mind. Or that old love song, once I find someone, then I'll be happy. We know it's not true. We've seen happy single people. We know people can go their entire lives without having to find the one, but it doesn't stop that song from playing full blast in the background over and over again. Sometimes these ideas pop into our minds and they disappear almost instantly. We're able to squash them. We change the channel. Other times they haunt us, 
steering our behavior or driving us inward, closing us off to ourselves and other people. We don't ask them to show up. We don't even necessarily agree with the message, but they get stuck in the background of our lives. So how do we get rid of earworms? There's an article from the Harvard Medical School, and I reference it because I want to sound smart. But it offers a few tips for getting these catchy tunes, at least of the musical variety, out of our heads. So here's a few tips. Number one, don't try to block it out. If a song pops into your head and you can't get rid of it, don't try to get it out. It'll just make it worse. The more you try to get rid of it, the more it persists. It's like someone turns the volume knob up in your brain. Instead, this article actually suggests, let's say you have one verse of a song stuck in your head or even one line. Listen to the song in its entirety. And sometimes that's enough to break the loop. It's like, okay, I got that out of my system. Tip number two is replace it. Put on another playlist. Put on another song. Turn it up and sing through it. Maybe that in and of itself will get you focusing on something new, get a new melody stuck in your head, and you can move on. You know, obviously you risk getting that song stuck in your head, but maybe that's enough for now. Maybe it'll help you cope. Tip number three. They actually suggest talking with friends. Sometimes striking up a conversation with someone you care about is enough to get your mind shifted onto other things. You're thinking about the conversation or you're thinking about how good it is to talk to someone you care about. And next thing you know, it's completely removed. But these tips for getting songs out of our head made me think. I wonder if this works the same for some of our cultural or personal earworms. So let's go back. Let's take tip one. Don't try to block it. That might make it worse. So what if we acknowledge the bad ideas, the bad cultural narratives when they emerge in our minds? What if we make space for them? What if we let them completely play out? Let's take this idea, for instance, that men are better leaders than women, and let's listen to it in its entirety. Let's let the whole track play. By the end of the song, we will know how ridiculous it is, and we might just move to something else. There's no evidence behind those ideas, so they can easily change. But if we try to shove these ideas down when they emerge, pretend we don't have them, pretend that they don't ever pass through our consciousness, we actually might make them louder. Another way that sometimes we can deal with some of the bad ideas, especially as it relates to our own personal struggles, is what if we wrote down our thoughts? No matter how dark, no matter how embarrassing they get, write them out as they play in our heads. Every lyric, put it on paper. And then when we're done, when we have dumped it, crumble it up, throw it in the garbage, set it on fire, it doesn't matter. A lot of times that journaling technique works. So tip two, replace the song. Sometimes the best way to get rid of that annoying song is to turn on a better one. So what does that look like here? What if I expose myself to content that faces cultural earworms head on? 
that wrestles with them, that confronts them in public. There's never been a better time, at least in my opinion, to find amazing content from forward thinkers and revolutionary voices. There are people, there are books, there are podcasts, there are social media accounts that will challenge cultural ideas. What if we combated some of these old stories, these old songs that get stuck on a loop? What if we introduced new songs into the mix? And when it comes to the more personal earworms, the ones that tell us we're not doing enough or that we aren't enough, there are so many talks, so many voices we can listen to. We can read poetry, uplifting literature. There are books that can transport us out of that mentality and show us our worth, our inherent value. We can watch a film that resonates. Maybe it just makes us laugh, and that's enough for the moment to get us out of that loop. And we can remind ourselves of encouragement that we've gotten along the way. Someone somewhere has told you who you are. They have shown you your value. They have illustrated to you how important you are. Sometimes you have to play that song again, even if it feels ridiculous, even if we don't believe it in the moment. And tip three, talking with friends. Who are the people in your life you can trust to bring you into a better headspace? Who are the affirming, the positive, and yet the no bullshit people in your circle? You have them. Maybe you have one, and that's enough. Sometimes you don't even have to talk. Just being with people who have your best interest at heart can be enough. And I know being with friends right now looks different in the middle of a pandemic. But at least we have FaceTime and Zoom and house party. It's not ideal. It's not the best way to do it, but it can work. It's enough for now. Ultimately, as helpful as these tips are, the truth is... There's no way to keep these earworms from creeping back into our minds, musical or cultural. They will emerge out of nowhere. And most of the time, they don't do much harm. They're just temporary annoyances. But for the others, the ones that do stick around, we all have access to a playlist full of alternative options, better songs. And they don't just stick in our ears. They make their way to our hearts. They counter the one-hit wonders with a depth that is timeless and true. And not only that, at the end of the day, when the noise gets too loud, when the earworm won't go away, we have each other. And we're all in this together. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist.